Welcome to Skip This Podcast. My name's Luke. And my name's Brownie. We're just a couple of mates who decided to get together and talk about our own mental health. Along the way, we'll chat to some real people and hear their stories and advice on how they deal with mental health. So if this doesn't sound like it's for you, feel free to skip this. Or listen. Oh, I don't really care. Season two, eh? Season two, hey? We're back. We're back. <laughs> you, you, we meant to like have a bit more energy than this. Season start, two, we it? are back, <laughs> baby. <laughs> when uh, I called you and said, let's do the first episode, you're like, we're back. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. Well, it's, yeah, it's late night Wednesday, <laughs> so I'll take just a little, I had a Red Bull, so I'll take a little while to get into it, but I'm very happy to be back. Hi, Luke. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Yeah, good. Um, we didn't even think we would make a season one, so the no. fact that we are moving into season two of Skip This Podcast, welcome, by the way, Thank to you. our listeners. Yes. To, not to you. Oh, um, yes, thank you f- on behalf of the listeners. We had a pretty epic year in the end. Yes, 25 episodes? 24. 24. Yeah. Okay. 24 episodes. Very good. Uh, maybe I got my count wrong, but I think it was 24 yeah. episodes. Very good. Throughout that year, we started out going through our own sort of personal thing. Yep. And then we obviously opened it up to the rest of uh, the community to yep. come on the show and tell their stories. And we heard countless amazing incredible stories of people's uh like the way they're dealing with their mental health and how they went through challenges and and overcame them in certain ways and all very different yeah some incredible stories for sure all of them um first of all i just want to say thank you to all of them for coming on the show last year and making last season what it was and the fact that we could get 24 episodes out of it was just it's just yeah, and we made some lifelong friends and life some life changing um, decisions based on some of those guests, and yeah, it's just been a pretty incredible journey. So yeah, pretty excited to um, you've invited me back for season two. So that's good. This is your baby after all. I'm just kind that's of that's like, our baby, our baby. We yeah, share this, our baby. baby. Yeah, but you you're in charge of the bills and all that stuff. Like you're, yeah, I guess it's it's pretty it's pretty cheap to do. Yes, I mean the initial outlay of cost was couple of microphones and yes. i had the rest of the stuff already um online is quite easy podcasting is really easy I, yeah anyone I, can honestly, do it honestly i encourage anyone to sort of get into the platform no no really we don't fun. want competitors yeah competitors are good it's healthy for competition. okay good for competition yeah don't um, rest on your laurels yeah so who is laurel anyway? <laughs> i don't know so we're obviously back um we thought the first episode we'd include one of our most favourite guest that we've had on a couple of times last year. Yep. We do keep asking him to come on in yes. case his wife ever asks. Yes, his heavily pregnant wife. <laughs> uh, he's here, Rob Pisto. Hello, boys. Thank well, you for, for having me. That's all right, I'm, man. Um, I'm Welcome very honoured, actually, um, to be first episode off the ranks for season two. Well, it's quite fitting in the fact that um, we obviously were part of a big fundraiser with you last year. And going into 2021, we've got plans for even more of this style of fundraiser and sort of to team up with you guys and, and also the Welshers, uh, which we, we had a quick chat with Clint on our fundraiser day and we'll catch up with Troy and Clint in a, in a future episode on what they're doing. But um, first off, we thought we'd get you on here and we'd chat about what is going on in 2021 for you. Yeah, look, so there's um, yeah plenty of exciting things to hit off the start of the year. Um, as you mentioned on a personal note, my wife's um, almost 39 weeks pregnant. So she's, um, 
she's waiting to have that baby so we could record this um, podcast. So thank you, Mads. I'm <laughs> <laughs> very kind of her. Yes. Um, but yeah, look, I think last year for, for many of us, uh, it, was a, it was a tough year. It was also a year um, where we, we built resilience, I think, with lots of um, you know, things that were out of our control. So what I wanted to kind of get out of last year was, you know, how can we continue to help others mm-hmm. on, a, on a broader kind of scale? And, you know, like this podcast, I think it's fantastic. You know, you're directly helping people and kind of came about um, from one of the workshops I ran last year with a group of um, Knox boys um, that lost a, a mate to suicide um, and to lose a, a family or a friend um, to suicide any point is, is not nice, but 16, 17 year old fellas to yeah, lose their mate and, and, you know, obviously that person's family, that's just such um, a tragedy. I it kind of sparked a light bulb moment where I wanted to um, give back to these fellas and, and stemming from that workshop that I ran um, back in October for these lads, it was very successful and um, Fitzham have come up with some workshops to build um, mental resilience for for corporate places or your business, for schools, sporting clubs. So that's one way that we're going to be getting out there to more people to help directly. We've teamed up with uh, the Mental Wheels Foundation, um, a newly kind of partnership we've got with these guys, which you guys probably hear more more about. Um, and and that's, um, that's kicking off actually on Valentine's Day in about a month's time, our first official workshop with um, about 40 boarders from Knox. So that's going to be the first official one. But then from that, I'm hoping it's going to, it's going to roll out to many more schools and, and, and businesses. It could be a good way for, for businesses to bond coming back maybe into the, the workplace from working at home a lot in 2020. Hopefully things will start to get back to normal. So it could be a really great way um, for those people to, to bond. So yeah, and look, and again, our annual fundraiser is in March. That's another thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Tell us, um, so anyone can, anyone, <laughs> before we, yeah, you go, mate, breathe. Let me chat. I, I struggle <laughs> mate, to breathe sometimes. he's about to have a kid. I think he's trying to get it all out. Yeah. So in case, yeah. oh, in, in okay. case the, it happens and he has that to run out the door. sports car? caster mitchy yeah. on the exercise bike just tag me and coach i'm ready at any moment hey mitch sports reporter i i asked him if he watched the cricket yesterday he said no so i'll do the cricket report later mate before we we move on to the the fundraiser the the kind of the the workshop you're doing is available um how how can people find out a bit more about this kind of detail and and kind of book one of these courses yeah so we're going to be putting it out there on our socials and website and all of those platforms um pretty much when this podcast goes live, this episode. Um, and so you can just get in contact uh, via our website, um, yep. fitsum.com.au, nice and easy. Um, sorry, our website there. And then email address, fitsumhq. Yeah. And there was a, there's a great video out there which we will share done by um, the great man sitting next to us, Lucas Goldman of Luco Media. There's a plug for you too, Luke. I mean, we had an insight into what, we, into what it is because yes. we came and filmed a bit of a promo for it. But... Um, uh, it's just it's such a cool little little program that that you've built here. It's su- it's such a powerful message. It's like it's goosebumps. I just get goosebumps talking about yeah. that experience and seeing Rob kind of just command a room, and the way he kind of presented the four pillars of mental resilience. And um, it's it's for all all ages, all types. And you know, I think you know that he he's right he created something really special with that that what he thought was a one-off thing with Knox, and now is turning into this much bigger thing which you know we know like 
2020 and 2021 suicide rates are going to go through the mm. roof on the back of what just happened in 2020. Like they haven't even released the data for the 2020 suicide rates, unfortunately, because it's 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 going to make for pretty um, grim reading. Mm. And and here on the northern beaches, in particular, it's it, we're unfortunately one of the worst. We have some of the worst statistics going about. So it's it's messaging that Rob has really been behind for a, a long time. But now he's using kind of all these other skills to to have these workshops, and they are really they're they're life changing experiences, particularly for um, teenage boys and girls. I think. You've built it all into one little program yeah. and it's, it's amazing how you smash out the meditation, you smash out a workout, uh, you smash out the sort of um, getting to know who the people you're with and, and chatting about your, your mental health and, and then the, the extras that you've put on the end like the ice bath and stuff like that. Like it's just amazing. Yeah, and I think there is so many um, great workshops out there already and it's just going to i think more and more people and these sorts of podcasts like i've mentioned it's going to more and more start coming about which is going to be great to help people and i think what i've taken from the workshops that i've been to where you're sitting down and you're listening and you're engaging and you're learning great things i've taken it to the next level where you get more involved where like you've already mentioned there's a physical component there's some meditation there's breakaway groups to communicate so the four key pillars that we will be targeting and that brownie mentioned is there's four parts of this workshop so the first one is is lifestyle so just quickly a little bit about each one the lifestyle we've all got to make sure we have that that healthy lifestyle choices and maybe we talked about in a previous episode those healthy habits Mm. um you know happy healthy harold habits that's right (laughs) people remember the harold from brownie habits yes (laughs) and then or from bloody primary school 30 years ago that's right he was parked out the back of warrywood for all those years but anyway we digress sorry to interrupt again i'm back luke the happy healthy harold so yes you've got to have those um those habits to to have that lifestyle that you can you know when things are tough you know how to get out of that trough and to get back to feeling great and then the physical component it's not just about exercise we talk about the three components which is sleep and nutrition as well as the exercise Mm. and i think that's where some people can go a bit wrong they can just focus on one and not all Mm. three so we we mentioned that and then we like you said we put put the um, participants through a 30 minute workout which is for all fitness levels so you don't have to be worried if you're you know you're not that fit at the moment or you've got some injuries we can get everyone through it safely um and then we move on to the mental self-care part where we do do a bit of a meditation and we debrief on that and how you feel before and after it and and brownies and you know advocate now we've learned some great things off another mate and who you guys had on the podcast mitchell woods um which i think is super important for for everyone, whether you're at school or in the business realm, to slow down and stop because mm. we're always go, go, go. And so that's going to be definitely, a, you know, an important aspect of them. And then the support network that we talk about. And it doesn't matter if, you know, you're at a school and you've got um, your counsellor or your teachers. Uh, you, if you're in your business, you've got HR and stuff like that. But you've also got your peers around you. Mm. And so we open up about that and how to um, have your support network close by, on yeah. hand, ready to go. And then the ice baths, which... Some people might freak out about when they hear them or, or see these pictures and images, but you know, I highly recommend if someone takes on these workshops to have this component because it really tests tests you mentally and physically, but it just proves what you can do with the support around you, yep. 
it's out of your comfort zone. You would never really picture doing it on your own, but with a group around you, you can do anything. Yeah. And it, it's such a powerful thing. And so all of these things I've learned over the last few years, I'm no expert. I'm, I'm guess I'd say I'm in my field, it's the fitness and health mm. and holistic health, but I've done all these things that have helped my mental fitness build to get more resilient. There's no way that I'm always at the top of my game. I get low, but I yeah. know how to get out of them quickly. And these workshops... I hope get out there and they keep helping people and that's my goal for this year is to continue to help others on a on a physical but more so the the mental side of things mm. and that's what i love about you rob is that you're like a walking billboard for this kind of thing like <laughs> so often you see trainers and stuff like that 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 are into you about that sort of thing but they would never admit to anyone that they struggle or anything like that yeah. whereas you're fully open and you always say that you you go through stages and you, you need help and, and even to the fact that we all three of us were on that meditation um, six-week course with Mitch Woods, um, being able to see the vulnerabilities in that mm. and see the real side of, of someone who is a trainer and trying to help other people, like it's just it's, it's yeah. invaluable like to, to hear that stuff. And in your course, you talk about the struggles that you went through and, and how you how you've sort of stayed on top of it and, and had your coping mechanisms ready to go now and, and you you know all the ways out it's just yeah, it's awesome thanks mate yeah and i think that's right what you said we've got to have those those in place for when we yeah. are low or we're not feeling great because we're all going to go through these times but mm. it's how quickly we can get back up to feeling our yeah. best yeah. well that was the thing like i i didn't going into last year i didn't have these mm. things in place mm. like i'd never hit the point where i'd sort of felt like I was at rock bottom so I never felt the need to have these things in place and then all of a sudden it came to a point in my life where I realized that oh shit I've, I've got nowhere to sort of go mm. um and that was the product of this podcast yeah this this became it and now yeah. we're in this space like yeah well they're all tools to help like mm -hmm. that like it's prevention's better than cure right and now we've kind of like I think one of the guys in Mitch's meditation course mentioned it. He said, like, I just keep adding tools to my mental health tool belt and, mm. you know, div different things work at different times, but they all work together and complement each other and that's kind of the message that the the four pillars of that Rob is, Rob is teaching in those workshops. So, yeah, get, get, get amongst it, get your corporate life there, your, your children, your, mm. your, if you're a teacher. All the info will be up on our um, Facebook page when this launches as well. So Yeah, and then going on in a few weeks' time, we'll be filming another session uh, with one of the classes. So we can obviously get more of that video footage out there and we'll show you what it, a bit more of what it's about rather than the uh, the, the so-called actors that we had in here doing yeah. the session. They did but a good job though. They did. And, um, well, they had to do it. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't as if we just got people to keep yeah. redoing shots. I literally yeah. just shot the session as it yeah. was and I... I never got anyone to redo anything no. except for you maybe yeah. a couple of smiles to camera but um it was it is it was what it was like they, all these people came and they were interested in it and they wanted to do it uh and they did the whole thing and it was just it was it was awesome to watch yeah it was incredible and, and just quickly it's 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 having a great team around you and you guys and I hope you feel the same way. You're part of our team here at Fitzim. And yep. I just, you know, whether it's the well, podcast. Whether you like it or not, yeah. we've made you the <laughs> yeah. official partner. Yeah. You're, so. you're the naming rights <laughs> and only sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> and we are here once again, fittingly, kicking off season two in the Fitzim studios. Oh, I'm very, very stoked and honoured again, guys. And again, I'm, um, 
yeah, look, I'm looking forward to this year working with you guys in, in other parts and I think we can help a lot of people and we can keep learning and being better ourselves. So, yeah, 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 I agree. Hey, and then just so like you're not trying to cram enough in the um, front quarter of this year, you've got a baby coming, baby number three coming any minute, running a business, uh, getting these workshops up and running. You are now the lead on our next kind kind of fundraising project with um, Adam Peacock, a former guest. Tell us about that. Yeah, so this is our fifth annual um, kind of fundraiser. We do one each year, and this is our fifth one, so pretty special. Um, and we're just trying to find someone in the local community or a cause that we think at the time is in need of some awareness and, and obviously some extra funds. And Adam is is a good mate of mine. Um, we've been mates since we got introduced through you, Brownie, with soccer, probably 10 years ago. Yeah. And I've just got close with ads. He's, he's a great fella. Yeah. And... Um, you know, it was fitting that this year we could help him, his family, and this new charity. So his daughter has got juvenile arthritis. Yep. The foundation hasn't got a registry, so they're quite new new to that realm as well. So I said to Ads pretty much straight away after our last event and finding out about his daughter, I said, mate, let's let's do something for this foundation and you guys. And, and the good bloke that he is, he goes, look, we don't need anything. We're okay, but let's, let's help the foundation. Yeah. And straight away, we're like, yep, let's do it, which was great. And then um, other good mate and um, fit some trainer, Brayden, we kind of brainstormed the next um, event. We always like to do kind of an endurance event to get people going, wow, like, that's amazing. Yeah, and, we, we, what fucking idiots is yeah. kind of what I, that's <laughs> yeah. what I thought when I said, not wow. I mean, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, well, this one we've tried to do it a bit closer to home to try to get maybe, you know, 50, between 50 and 100 participants, yep. which would be great. And um, it's using the great old uh, Narrabeen Lake Loop. Yep. And it's the great divide, the north and yes, the south. That's right. Yes. Controversial. Very. Let's, br- let's bring the beaches back together again. I think that's good. Yes. Let's run with that. Loop, loop <laughs> the lake. Is Fuck what the, the north. <laughs> charity is called this year. And so we're going to be looping it uh, six laps. Um, so one lap will be paddle boarding. It can be on a stand up paddle or a, a surf club board. Yep. 8.5 kilometers. I'm out. Yep. Yeah. We'll get you. We've got two months to train for it, Lucas. You should be sweet. No, I'm just shit at paddleboarding. Okay. <laughs> well, else. this is the best thing with this year. The next two laps is running, and then there's three laps of riding, but you can get a team. So you don't have to do this one individually, or we're not all just walking back from Bondi to Monoville like we did last year, an individual kind of effort, but in a group. This, this year, we're saying to people, you can challenge yourself and do it all on 51 your own. kilometers total. Is 50, that right? 51K. Yep. Spot on. So. Ooh. It'll be probably a six to seven hour challenge, this one, we're thinking. Um, but yeah, you can do it in a team. So you might find someone that is a decent paddler, get them to paddle yep. first. Yep. That's going to be the first leg. We'll hopefully have a nice um, wind on the day that'll help us. And then if you have a team, there's two laps running. So you could have one person doing one lap, get another person to do another lap. And then the ride, the ride will be fairly that would be definitely the easiest leg you could always if you're in a team of three do one lap each or you know one can do the run one can do the bike yeah that's what mitchy blue eyes is here training for right now (laughs) killing it so we're going to um also as part of that we're going to do another raffle Mm. um at at our kind of post event function down narrabeen lake we'll put some details out about that but we're looking for some prizes we're looking for some kind of you know the 300 to 500 dollar prizes if any local businesses would care to donate or or go into this amazing charity adam peacock's great friend of mine like you said we met through the soccer team about 
10 years ago and he was episode 16. 16. There you go. You got it. Just got episode 16. How good is that, Raymond? He's a stats man. So, yeah, I was going to say, if you do want to learn a bit more about um, what Adam's daughter uh, suffers, um, you can go back to episode 16 and listen Mm. to that. Um, My wife still is in awe of um, of that sort of thing. I think being from a, a woman's perspective, like growing up as a female, like, she can obviously see what the, the struggles that would, would be happening there. Yep. So it, it's an, a really good cause and, and Adam's just a good, such a good bloke. We're just stoked to be part of it, aren't we, at Skip This? Oh, yeah. It's like I just love like going into war on anything with Rob and, and the Fitzsim team is just like we'll sign us up for that any day of the yeah. week. And like I said, we're only as strong as our team, right? So we're just growing this team and that's you guys over the last 12 months and, and hopefully more people that see what we're doing want to get involved. Yeah. That, that way we can get it out there to mm. a bigger network. Um, and just one other quick way that corporates can get involved, we, we get some shirt sponsors as well. So okay. last year it was called... Um, Monaghetti built um, that was the walk it was we, so he was a major sponsor but then there's Steve Monaghetti no, no not quite not <laughs> that would have been fitting because it's walking yeah. Yeah. so you're telling me there's another Monaghetti that is. got involved in a walking thing but it's not Steve he was our major sponsor last year he donated not Steve $5, <laughs> not Steve D- no. unrelated how he's, many Monaghettis are there there's not probably <laughs> that like walking <laughs> well that's true this Monaghetti didn't like walking, so he did the next best thing was our major sponsor. Okay. So there's one major sponsor and then okay. eight smaller sponsors okay, so look, on the yeah. shirt. So okay. there's another way that people could get involved yeah. also. Awesome. Yeah. Do that. Um, yeah, we'll obviously share more details about that uh, yep. coming up. I think one of the, the last things we wanted to chat uh, with Rob about was the end of last year, the Northern Beaches obviously got locked down and you had already suffered through lockdown, uh, gym member, gyms being like a main target of, of lockdown early on um, and you had to go back into it towards the end of the year. How was that? Oh, yeah, look, to be honest, at the start I was a bit rattled um, when they said it was, it was a possibility. Um, but I guess the best thing was my wife's super positive and she was like, look, we've got everything set up, ready to go for the, the live digital sessions again. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were able to convert back to that quite easily. So she kind of picked up my spirit straight away. Um, it got me extra fit again because I'm training and talking to a screen, but you know, you getting again. So <laughs> yeah, you really lost it towards the back end yeah, of last mate. year, man. Let yourself go. Believe, believe it or not, um, the training was a little bit um, low on the back end of last year. So it definitely gets um, the fitness level up when I'm doing the live yeah. sessions because I'm doing two two and a you day have to talk through and the whole talking. Thing. <laughs> so again, the seventies aerobic instructors i don't know how they did it back in the day Drugs. Um, speed yeah <laughs> um but look yeah rattled like everyone and i think the biggest thing was you know the gym was fine because we could go to digital yes we lost a few members which is wasn't great but you know it was about adjusting again getting through it with our, fr- our friends and family and supporting one another through it and then once we reopened we were ready to go anyway because we were already there beforehand mm. with all the cleaning and the extra precautions yeah. in place so it wasn't nice i felt for those people that didn't have family close by because it was a hard time being christmas yeah so I, I was feeling for a lot of other people obviously miss my mum obviously the first time in you know 34 years not having a christmas with her but we mm. made up for it as soon as those restrictions lifted so yeah i think it was yeah. really hard for a kind of all of the, our mums really like those kind of 60 something who you know <laughs> a, a lot of particularly on the northern beaches um so close yet not unable to hug their grandchildren and stuff on christmas i think that was like apart from the small businesses like yeah. i think grandpa- grandparents really kind of 
wore mm. the brunt of this mm. kind of the timing of this, but we got through it. And yeah, well, my mum was stuck outside, so she's not from the northern beaches. Yeah, um, and my poor sister, uh, her daughter, has actually ended up being a close contact at her school, a third grade teacher. Yeah. Her husband had to work, so she and she had to take one for the team and had to shack up in her daughter's room for fourteen days. Oh wow! Um, and that was How all good over Christmas. A, a mum's just the mums sacrifice. That's what they do, right? Like, yeah, yeah. They say from the moment you're born, they just they never think about themselves no. first again. No. no. So I I feel for those people, especially you being not only having a business up here, but also mm. a family home yeah. within the northern districts. Mm. You like you you had a bit of a shitty time as well because you were gallivanting around the the stain. I do believe. Do you want to tell your? Do you want to tell your um your lockdown? Mine is mine is the dumbest story, and it's so stupid. You know me. I I hardly ever go out, mm-hmm. and yeah, the one time where um <laughs> I decided just to go down to the stain for a, a couple of drinks in the day. Uh, we're in the sports club. Not with us, Mitch. Not with Mark. Not <laughs> with actually, us, Mitch. Says in the no, background. Yeah, we it was actually. It was actually with some other um, some dads for from Mash's mum's group. So, yeah. Um, I they've kind of led us into their group, yeah. even though Ash wasn't part of this mother's group early on. Yeah. Um, they saw where we're at and the fact that we didn't get a mother's group to begin with, so they kind uh-huh. of just took Ash under their wing and yeah. said, "Come in," and they've they've sort of done that. And so I'm. Yeah. I've been trying to do my best effort and to be part of this dad's group as well yeah. to to sort of fit in. They poisoned you. No, they're they're such they're such a really they really no, they poisoned you with a bunch of guys. With the COVID. No, so so what happened was we went to the stain um, yeah. at about oh, lunchtime yeah. till about I think I left at four fifteen. Oh, um, anyway, How many um, not that many. Probably no. only four. Like four. I didn't even. It's not like I sent it or anything like that. Yeah, I had okay. to be home because Heath was getting dropped back at five o'clock. So. Yep. Left kind of early. It was pretty normal, and um, and and anyway, someone went on the town in Manly, and and they had caught COVID on the Friday yeah. night. Donny's stain, and so they went. <laughs> they started at the Skiff Club, Delta. the yeah. Wharf Bar. Uh, they came to the stain. Boat they shed. went to Donny's. Yeah. They went to boat <laughs> it's got to be in the boat shed. <laughs> so you can only imagine how many people would have been involved in the same thing as me. Yeah. Um, basically, <laughs> regardless of the fact that I got two negative tests, I still had to isolate for 14 days. Yeah. Uh, which was up to and including Boxing Day. So, yeah, wow. Um, and because I'd been at home with Ash and obviously Heath uh, yeah. has a, sort of a condition that is a bit worrying and that yeah. sort of thing, if, 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 he can, if he does catch COVID... Um, so it was kind of stressful, um, to be honest. Like it was, it was a stupid thing. And in the end, um, in the end, basically, I'd been with Ash for for six days of it before we found out that we had to isolate. Yeah. So there was really no point in me going into a room on my own or going elsewhere. Yeah, you're all gonna get it so, at that point. And the fact that if I was in another room, like, and Heath would be like, I don't know, yelling out or, or yeah. needing feed or, or Ash needing help, like, it just wasn't worth it. It just, yeah. we're, so we just bunkered in together. She, as a mum, took one for the team yeah. and just said, let's all just shack in together. Yeah. And so, yeah, Christmas Day and my birthday and everything was, yeah. just, was just inside our house. Yeah. And that's your, um, first christmas as as a yeah. fa- as parents right yeah. so just one a, you won't forget uh it was a bit annoying because because of what like everything that happened last year um that was kind of our saving grace that we were going to try to give heath like the most normal christmas that we could yep uh anyway our photos with santa got cancelled yeah 
Um, we had like a gingerbread making thing that got cancelled. Yeah. Uh, obviously Christmas Eve where, where traditionally with Ash's family would get all the kids together uh, on Christmas Eve. They'd all get matching pyjamas. We'd put them in their pyjamas and then everyone would go to bed. And this yeah. was our first, this was going to be our first go at being part of that. Yeah. And so we missed out on that. Yeah. Um, and we didn't end up doing... Um, we did a Boxing Day thing, like late in the afternoon. Yep. So I kind of snuck out towards the end of the day. But my um, test my reasoning, my reasoning then was that I'd had two test results, but I also left the stain at four o'clock. So they want to justify yourself to me. Did you ever lose your cool in this period? Like you're you're renowned for not losing your cool. The only time I lost my cool, I did lose my cool when was, the ambulance kicked no, up. Yeah, so. Everyone kept telling me that New South Wales Health would be calling me with um, what I had to do and, yep. and details on it. And, and because of Heath's condition, we wanted to know a bit more facts about what was going on because yep. for some reason the entire stain was given the same protocol. So anyone who was at any of the venues at the stain, so even though they're split bars like uh, the greenhouse upstairs or the, the rum bar, the sports bar, the main bar, the round bar, everyone who was in the place had to isolate. I'm like, mm. surely they could have they could have understood surely where she went in there. Surely that's not the worst thing you can catch at the stain as uh, well. It's not. I think Ash said it. Drunk she, there she's for got worse in their past. Um, and so the annoying thing was that I just wanted to know where she was in the stain. Like, yeah. is it, like I did not see a female in the sports bar. So, And we know it was a female because we saw it on Facebook that her sister posted and, and oh. this was before she the She identified herself. Yeah, her sister actually said, I don't know oh, what's going on with this tracing. Shamed. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was a bit God, of... That, that girl ruined Christmas for a lot of people. Oh, that's what I mean. Poor and, and so um, no one ever rang me. I just yeah. got a text message saying that I had to isolate. Um, and I spent a good six hours trying to get onto the right people to actually do my phone call with New South Wales Health yeah. to tell me what I had to do uh, if I had to isolate in the separate room and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and whether I would be told that I could leave on day 14 or whether. Yeah. Anyway, it just, these calls just kept going around in circles. I kept ending up in the wrong place. And halfway through the call, I just, I just was losing it. That was the only point where <laughs> I did it. The rest of it was fine. Like being stuck in the house isn't that bad. Like you get a bit of, um, bit of sort of annoyance in, in you. Like at the time, I couldn't even go out and exercise. So I was like doing, yeah, you're yeah, on the balcony and stuff, yeah. Um, and Mate, you should have joined it. the Fitzum Digital. I should have. Mate. Uh, come on. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Slap on the wrist. Well, I, I'm just trying to think. We've known each other for... Something's going on in Motorvale. Yeah, the are chasing we lockdown. Avalon, mate. <laughs> Don't blame Motorvale. Avalon, it's Avalon. Avalon That's yeah. where it's happening. I'm just trying to think in the 17 years that we've known each other, I've never known you to be frustrated. And the closest thing I can think of is like... It was kind of my fault. It was, you know, when we lived together for 12 months and it was just, I really got on your nerves by the end of it. And, and the end result of that was you guys just left us and you took the fridge and just were gone one day, just moved out. That's the closest I can recall of you being frustrated was you just leaving our house <laughs> That's forever. Just, that is also a bit of a flashback to Fat Goldie because I took the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. That's a story for another day. But yeah, that was the last time you've been frustrated that I I've I've heard of. So yeah. Uh well that was a good twelve months of, of benders in, Torture, a, in a bender yeah. house and 
I pretty much, I think I was only involved in about one bender. So. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a brutal twelve months for the for oh, the. Two. There was four of us. There was two versus two. The goodies versus the baddies. And the baddies <laughs> won, but they lost the fridge. So uh, shout out to Smealy and Boz, the other two members. <laughs> Smealy was my tag team partner, and uh, yeah, two thousand and seven. Oh mate, my broom copped it from Smealy. But that house is still standing, and we tried to burn it down third, fourteen years it ago. Actually, it's right up the road. From it looks where we better. Are. Yeah, it does. They've, they've, they've got like, prop, I think it's back to an office. We should post some videos of those Molotov cocktails on yeah. the. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we might get shut down. No. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for dropping in. We, obviously, you can stay and. and He's going to stay. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah. He's just yeah. Gonna, yeah, it's his house. He's going to stay just for our, our catch up. <laughs> Hi, Luke. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Mate, but no, I, can I start? Don't cut him off that quickly. But no, no, no. Before I start, yeah. can, I, can I add a segment? Yeah. I want to. I just thought about this on the way here. Oh, shit. The Fitzum Fast Five presented to you by Skip This Podcast. So okay. every every guest, we're going to ask them five questions, the same five Fit. questions. Yep. Just don't call it the Fit 45. Yeah. It's it's a bit of a tongue twister, but Fitzum Fast Five presented to you by Skip This Podcast. Rob, you it seems a bit weird you're the sponsor of this segment and you're going to start it, but here we are. <laughs> Rob Pisto, who was your childhood hero? Um, I being put on the spot here, like obviously I was into sport. Um, so there's a couple of sporting heroes, Ricky Ponting, Andrew Johns, liked all my sports. And I thought those guys are versatile, good at their sport, like the best at their sport. But I think my mum and stepdad, my mum being a single mum and, and then my stepdad coming into the picture and, and, you know, having six kids and, you know, financially helping six kids. So to short answer, my, my mum and my stepdad. I was going to give you shit for not being fast, but Sorry. the answer was really. Yeah, good, this so. is my segment, Luke. So yeah. you can just you go you go talk amongst yourselves. Okay, I'll um, talk to me. What is um, who is your adult hero? Short answer: my wife. Yep, she's um, yep, she's the best. That's all we yep. need. What's your favourite thing about Rob Pisto? <laughs> Ooh, um, I guess. Um, my life, to, I love my life and I've been given a lot of shit over the years that, you know, I don't work a 40 or 60 hour week um, to say like going into an office and, you know, doing those big hours. But well, You work those hours, mate. I've yeah, seen it. So I think I love my lifestyle. Yeah. 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 What's, um, what's your least favorite thing about Rob Pisto? Oh, least favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess sometimes um, doubting myself. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, last question. I, I I couldn't quite get the wording for this right. So we, this is a bit of the. This is a working title for question five. How do you keep your mental health healthy? It's got to be the um, the holistic habits. So doing the things that I love, and just to quickly rattle off a few. It's it's exercise. It's getting out in the sun and the ocean, and and being around friends and family. Okay. Very good. What do you think, Luke? Can that stay? I think it's the Fitzum yeah. Fast Five, like proudly it. brought to you by Skip This Podcast. I like it, uh, yeah. especially the fact that you didn't even write anything down, so you had those <laughs> questions in your head. Very clever. Yeah, I'm good. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I knew I wasn't going to tell you because you would have shot it down, or you would have said this. No, is no, you wouldn't. That's cool. No. You know, it's way better than Brownie's mailbag because you know <laughs> it's a bit more personal, and you know I just forget the mailbag. As, as long as you get past two episodes of doing it, yeah. then it, it is yeah. a segment. Twenty-one, yeah. twenty-one days is a habit. So twenty-one podcasts, four <laughs> podcasts. Thanks, Rob. Very honest. Great Jeez. stuff. Thank you, boys. I, yeah, I like that segment, Brownie. Good yeah. job, mate. Yeah. So your naming rights, yep. That would be yeah. another 500 bucks on the sponsorship. <laughs> Just kidding. This is, this is all contra. <laughs>
buddy, it's good. You're going to be a big part of everything we do this year, so very a regular guest. So, um, yeah, Luke and I are going to catch up, but we want you to stay. Thanks, fellas. Um, yeah, and again, stoked to be episode one for 2021 and looking forward to a, a big year ahead with you guys, building the team and, and helping a lot of people. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Yeah. On to us, Nate. Yes. We literally have not seen each other since the end of last year. No. I think it was the last episode. Yeah, with Hugo Tuvi. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the last time we've seen each other. Which Wild. is crazy. Yeah. Because, like, we would normally see each other weekly. a couple of times a week. Yeah. Or weekly, at least. Yeah. Um, so, when when we sort of came up, came up with the sort of plan to do this episode, I was like, I'm actually really excited because I haven't seen you. Yeah. We caught um, up, we chatted. It, there's just been a multitude of things that have obviously kept us apart. Yes. Um, Your COVID story, COVID, which we just told. COVID story being one. But we also, we had our Lumpwood uh, postponed because mm. it was it was right at the start. The and, 12th annual Lumpwood. Yeah. If it had been 24 hours earlier, we might still be partying from, from the 18th of December. Yeah, correct. Um, which, looking back on it, I'm actually kind of kind of okay with the fact that the golf club made the decision for yeah, us. Yeah, took the decision out of our hands because we were going yeah. to... Um, it we was very go, We half, were going to go ahead, yeah. It was half-half in our group. You could see there was some people yeah. that were really What's the best? Questions. It's the 12th annual, mate. It's the, it's, most people will mm. say it's the best day on the calendar. Yeah. Um, our, our golf tournament that just started with like 16 guys in 2008 and now this year we had 50... 56 including a bunch of our dads and it was just going to be you know just a great great way to finish what was going to be a what has been a pretty tough year Mm. and you know you you kind of hear some covid horror stories so losing a golf tournament isn't isn't very isn't very high on the tragic tragic stories of that that covid lockdown on the northern beaches so but it it was a it was kind of upsetting because like that event every year actually gives me a chance to catch up with people that I don't see for a year. A lot of people we see once a year and it's yeah. at the Lumpwood. No, it's so, obviously our core group of friends we see a lot more, but yeah. I think that was the most upsetting part is yeah. that just a year and a year will go past without sort of catching up with those yeah. blokes. April um, 23rd, that. So, so yeah, we'll push it forward. Yeah. It might even live at that time of year now. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. Um, so no, yeah, we're doing th- two this year. Yeah, we're going to do double. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so that was that was sort of the start of it, and then uh, and then obviously lockdown uh, for me, and then you skipped town and took off, didn't you? Yeah, I took off. Yeah, when um when the when the news came through on I think it was Thursday the seventeenth of December that there was kind of a lockdown imminent for the northern beaches, and um, so I bailed to Dubbo with my partner on the eighteenth. We we're just like fuck this shit. We we're going up there anyway. Yeah. We we're, we were going up there for very much a kind of smash and grab, like four days up there to kind of stay with um Jamie's uh, beautiful parents, Graham and, and Sharon, plus Jamie's brother Kate and his his partner Savannah. And we were going up there for four days, and we ended up being up there for twelve because we we went up there early and stayed Stay. late. We so we we were pretty lucky in the end. We avoided we avoided the lockdown like our. My the Brown family Christmas, which was going to be on Boxing Day that year, um, hasn't happened because because of the kind of how COVID mm. played out. But we were going to miss that because of the lockdown anyway. Because um, all the rest of my family, only me and my brother are in the south, and my two sisters and their families, and my mum and dad are in the north, so the northern scum. <laughs> and um, 
I'm right on the edge. And I actually, <laughs> I actually, I did. In more like, ways I than one. I didn't break any rules, but I did have a little, I had a little kind of Jason Bourne moment where I had my physical license, had my parents' Monavale address, and then my um, digital license had um, my Narrabeen address. So I, oh, I, right. I had um, dual, dual citizenship <laughs> for the North and South. Didn't have to use it, but I was prepared to. And then I feel, I feel like, um, I feel like that's a that's an okay excuse to cross. Yeah, like yeah, it's and an, I did, it's almost essential. I did sneak up to see mum and dad like twice during the lockdown, so I just knew that they needed some visitors because they were like couldn't see their grand hmm. grandchildren or any of the children and had a Christmas well, tree full of presents like ten days after Christmas. So I had to be up there, but yeah, was get. daycare still included? I think daycare was still included, so you could almost. Get I worked working in Monavale as well. I was going to work. Yeah. So I think your office was open. I don't think we need to hide this from anyone. I don't hide shit, I don't man. I mean, cops listen to this anyway. Yeah. So, it's um, not the worst story <laughs> I've told about myself on this podcast anyway. No. Um, the next topic I have in mind is, and I cannot believe I'm saying this. Yes. But Heath's almost one. Yeah. Heath is almost one. Yeah. When's he one? 28th of Feb. Wow. Can I um before we go to that I just um I just want to say um it was also unfortunately the one year anniversary of your dad passing on Sunday um one year on like the late great Grant Goldman I think um I'd like to dedicate the whole of season two to Grant I don't think we could have dedicated season one because we weren't good enough but we're a bit more <laughs> of a well-oiled machine like how he would be doing a show so first I want to dedicate season two for him but how one year on how how was how have the past few days been for you yeah it was really weird um i think last year sort of like his dad's birthday is also on the third of feb so yep. that was sort of the first um occasion that was like a oh he's not here yep. moment yep uh, but i think because it was so early on and so soon after the funeral i think i was still in that state of yep sort of I don't know nothingness that yep. I just wasn't really feeling much and yep. while it was sort of an upsetting day it was a bit too close to yep. to do it but um father's day was was a bit further along in the year and that was that was a little bit more emotional yep um and I kind of didn't didn't really know how to handle that then ash is really good with this kind of thing like she lost her mum a long time ago yep and She's just she's such a strong person that she she is so mentally prepared for all these things. Yeah, yeah. She obviously still gets upset about things, but yeah. um, she just has a way of of pushing you through it. I think the same way she got me through the funeral. Yeah. Um, she basically just said, "While it's a day that you need to do stuff for yourself, and, and the weekend, and she forced me to do stuff like going get my beard done and some luxury sort of items and stuff like that." Um, but at the same time, she said, make sure you check in on all these other people uh, around that were around dad that were really close to yep. him. So wow. I kind of just spent the day sort of um, texting some of my aunties and uncles and seeing and checking in on them and yeah. um, and just sort of making sure that they're doing okay and, and just making sure that they know that I'm thinking of them and, and that was it. And yeah. Just the messages of support that came back were just so awesome yeah, from, from my family and yeah. and I wasn't I didn't really feel 
upset over the weekend. I think it was more just a sort of a celebration of life. Yep. Um, I FaceTimed my brother up at the cemetery because he's in Brisbane, so yep. he obviously couldn't come down for it. Yeah, well. And uh, we kind of just had a bit of a laugh at Dad's expense while I was standing there in front of in front of his um, resting place. So um, all in all, it was it was pretty good. We kept busy for the whole day, so I didn't really mm. get a, a, a sort of time to be stuck in a hole and and, yeah. and get around the thoughts. I did have a bit of a moment. Um, where I decided to watch um, the video that I made for Dad's funeral. Oh. Um, I was sending it to my brother and, and for some reason I just said, yeah, I'll watch it through. And I was watching it and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like I'm, I'm so yeah. glad I did this. And, then, yeah. and it just, I don't know, music gets me sometimes and it yeah, got okay. to the music section and I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go again. Yeah. Well, mate, I say like he, he'd be so proud of you, not podcast aside, like you – you becoming a father and just kind of being the leader of your family and being such a great husband and and friend and to so many and then a, a brilliant dad. So I think he'd be shot. He'd be down there pretty pretty happy with what he's producing you. So Thanks, man. Um, I think he a, a great man missed by many. So um, yeah, now I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Well, I, was, I will. I will correct you in one sense. I'm not the leader of my family. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. I was, just, yeah, I was being kind. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a... No male is. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, and then I think this, this month, basically, it started out with, um, with Dad, uh, this whole week of, of a year on from Dad, and, and then um, coming up to Heath's first birthday, um, we've got a couple of um, procedures that he has to go through yeah. before we get there. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of our next little hurdle to get over okay. um, before we can hopefully have just like a, a normal birthday for this kid, like just something that yeah. it is a little bit normal because yeah. the year's just been so Yeah, what so is normal weird. these days, yeah. mate? It's like it's, there's no such thing as it's the new norm. I know. So, um, but he's like, he's doing great. You Good. didn't ask, but um, I'm going to tell you he's doing yeah. great. How's he doing? Um, he is doing. He's, he's got a mullet. He's really good. He does, his hair is just out of control. Yeah. Uh, it, we don't know if it's blonde, brown, or red. Yeah. So he's we're, just we're got of it. He may have dodged that Goldman Goldman gene a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What one? Hair loss one. Yeah. Oh. Where they've fallen out. Yeah. <laughs> and the dew curls. I think it comes from a mum's side. So I think it's just all bullshit. It just. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, it's just growing out of control. We don't know whether to cut it or not. I think we're just going to leave it. it. He, he currently looks like you know. The style of haircut that like AFL players and NRL players are getting at the moment, where it just looks like they've had a fight with a lawnmower. Oh, and like great four shit chop. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. chop, and, <laughs> and it just looks like that. And we just like you can't brush it. It's just oh, he's a beautiful chop. young human being. So, he's yeah, crazy. Good, good job. He hit, hits his head about fifty times a day, uh-huh. but he's just loving life. He's just he's just yeah. killing it. So yeah, good um, stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I've learned a lot through parenthood. I will say that. Yeah, and. Do I uh, do I believe that you might even have some news to tell? Oh yeah, well, uh, is there a book? I I'm I'm going to be a dad too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was the same way that you told me. Uh. <laughs> um, this is like it was the best news I think I could have. Yeah, oh yeah, ended twenty twenty three. Yeah, it was cool. It was. Um, I seen our sports reporter, Mitchie Barn, Mitchie Blue Eyes. He's doing it. Rob's doing it. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> How do you guys do it, Rob? 
yeah, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. already explained how I did it last year on the podcast if you want to go back to my episode. <laughs> yeah, so we're um, involved in cup. I think 15, <laughs> 15 weeks pregnant, Jamie and I. So we're having a little baby girl, little baby so girl brown, brown eyed girl, I guess, if you could say. But <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like um, it was crazy telling of telling a kind of select few before Christmas and um, you were kind of one of the peop- one of the first Actually, you weren't one of the first I people I told. I know. Oh, yeah, I told your wife like almost two weeks before you because I wanted to tell you in person, but I needed to tell Ash because I needed some help. I, we were in a pickle and I needed some female help. Nah, you know the story. Understandable, totally and, understandable. Um, yeah, it's just been wild telling people and, you know, I think 12, 18 months ago, if I, someone said to me, you're, you're going to be a dad, like, Jesus Christ, like, pity that poor kid, but... I've done a lot of growing up in the last kind of 12 months and it was just, you know, when Jamie told me, I was like, this is just the best thing ever. I was just like, it was like, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, it's hard to even put into words right now. It's like still kind of very um, new and, you know, lots of scans and it's a healthy baby girl cooking along and, um, yeah, so Barnsley's having a boy and I'm having a girl. So, yeah, the next generation has skipped this podcast, you know. Get the, can you do they still do arranged marriages? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I'm just so excited for you. Thanks, like, mate. Yeah, it's been you. You two were Robin, Robin, um, Luke were kind of like the inner circle that I told before. It's kind of became public knowledge. So both big part of my personal journey and development over the last twelve months. So yeah, it just feels like it was really meant to be. You know, just kind of. Things have just kind of kept falling into place over the past 12 months and I still have bad days but I've put a lot of work in and kind of I'm not far off the very best version of myself I think I've ever been and um, my priorities in life had kind of probably already changed a lot in the in particularly in the last six months and then you know in this last three months you can feel all that stuff happening again and more so and it's like not scary it's like exciting because mm. i think i'm ready i think i'm ready to be a dad and um yeah gotta well, make some changes but it's um can't spend as much of my own money anymore but that's okay i'm buying cots and stuff but it's all mate it's it's brilliant and you know jamie rocketed in my world and changed my world so yeah it's so, pr- so much for the better too like, yeah so um, yeah the, Mitch, um, Mitchy Blue Eyes is one of the people who put in a good word for me as well. Like, yeah, yeah and former. I had to kick out my flatmate Irish actually, <laughs> who who was the one who ultimately set us up. He, I'll tell you a quick funny story. So, um, my uh, flatmate Irish, he's not even Irish. He's from Northern Ireland. He's he's from Belfast, so he hates being called Irish. And ten years ago, he said, "Don't call me Irish because I'm not Irish." So Irish stuck. <laughs> So Irish, so confused right now. Irish and I lived together for the last fourteen months, and I, I unfortunately had to give him the boot when this um, this baby came. Mate, you got to go. And um, he's like, "But mate, I, totally deep potato." He said, "But I introduced you guys," and and so our first date actually was um, Jamie was moving apartments, and um, I was going down there to just help her move because what a weird first date, right? And um, she had to get her TV taken off the wall, and I didn't know. I like I, I'm, I haven't got a handy bone in my body, so um, I said I'll um, I'll come down and do the TV. So we both he came on our first date, Irish, <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's 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 been a big part of my kind of personal development. So he's really happy, and you know he's going to be another creepy uncle, Uncle Irish, and. Um, 
Yeah, I'm just super happy. So yeah, yeah July, baby brown coming July. So stoked. I hope you don't mind me blowing into your little segment. No, no, but that's why I, we wanted you. I just quickly wanted to say as well, like you, Lucas, it was some pretty awesome news um, to hear Brownies um, having a baby at the end of 2020. And I just want to say, mate, I think um, good things happen to good people. And, mate, the stuff that you've put yourself through to be a better person over the last year, I think, you know, you are going to be the greatest dad. And as Lucas knows, and you and you and Barnes about to find out, it is just such a special moment in your life. Yeah. Um, and to have a little girl <laughs> um, is is just something that's going to keep making you grow. And and mate, I'm I'm stoked for you. Yeah, and thanks, I just man. I can't yeah. wait for that that day that you get to hold your little girl in your arms for the first time, yeah. mate. Because it is, uh, yeah, like you say, oh, yeah, I get goosebumps. goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's special. I think the biggest thing for me is that uh, if you take care of this kid half as much of you as you've taken care of yourself in the last year, then you're going to be an incredible dad. Yeah, like, spot on. But maybe not the year before that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pity the child if, if it is the yeah. year before that, but no. No, it's, yeah, it's, your timing's everything in life and I just, you know, I kind of always thought like, I don't know, like I, I wanted to be a dad, but I always thought if, if I wasn't a dad by 40, I probably would be okay with not being mm. a dad and i'm going to be a dad when i'm like 39 years old in two months so of course i've left it to the final minute but um buzzer beater yeah buzzer be yes true sports to <laughs> to use a sporting reference as usual but yeah like jamie rock rock rocketed into my life like last year and you know there's so many horror stories from covid but i feel like i've got a classic love story that's you know and now i've got what, whatever they're going to be called the COVID annuals whatever mm. this generation of babies that were um made however you make your babies in 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 the COVID times know. i don't know <laughs> the cup so yeah it's good man so yes um i love that um 2020 was so such a different experience for all of us um in the fact that new year's eve rolled around and i heard so many people saying fuck 2020 like mm. this, this is a shit year but mm. i look back and, I, and yeah it was a shit year but the things i got out of last year like singularly being heath yeah for sure um getting, this podcast this podcast getting meditation i don't want to say force but uh, getting the opportunity to be able to stay at home with my wife yeah for those first sort yeah. of four months of of having a child yep um and yeah i want another one of those outbreaks in july and then sorry rob (laughs) and then ultimately sort of seeing the potential that um a group like us can have on the community yeah yeah thirty thousand dollars for gotcha for life yep and the fit challenge so So i think like i look back and i reflected at midnight on 2020 and i was like um fine 2020 was the same then who cares i agree I, 2020 was great. Had some shit moments, but what year doesn't? Like, fucking 2019, I was fucking gonna kill myself. Yeah, that's, I, th- I think that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell, give me, give me 2020 for the rest of life. It's like happy days. So yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, that'll be part of the journey in, so in season two. And so. I love the fact that our, the d- dynamic of this show is just gonna take a little bit of a, a veer in a different direction, where instead of only chatting about mental health we're mm. also going to be chatting about the experiences of having fatherhood and newborn yeah it's like i thought season two wasn't going to be too much about me but it's probably going to be about more about <laughs> me than season one <laughs> so yeah strap yourselves in ladies and gentlemen it's uh we back we might have to do another 
sort of fast five segment for uh, parenting. Yeah. Where yeah. I, you just fast rapid fatherhood. Fire, you just <laughs> you just rapid fire questions at us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. How's your meditating going? It's been all right. Yeah. Uh, I was telling you on the way here in the car. Um, I've kept up. Um, my my issue always was the fact that I needed someone telling me what to think about. Yeah. Because otherwise, I just go into a state of, of yep. thinking about all other things. Yeah. Um. So I've told you about the Calm app and the fact that yeah. I use that. Yeah. Um, me and too. It, it's it's amazing, but um, I just whenever I go to meditate now, I seem to fall asleep. So yeah. Um, I think that's my that's my biggest issue is is getting too deep into these into the meditation. I don't think that's that an issue asleep. as long as you're not meditating whilst you're driving. Fucking fall asleep. Yeah, no, what about no. you, Rob? Are you are you are you meditating as much as you should be? Yeah, funny you mentioned the Calm app. My um just started that last week and on a on a good roll at the moment. And yeah, I'm just making sure that this this year I know that news resolutions can be a bit cliche, but yep. just starting the the new year fresh with a few things like that. I'm practicing. I've got to practice what I preach mm. with these workshops. Yeah. So yeah, the meditation is something that I'm definitely taking on board a lot more and, and trying to do it daily. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What about you? How are you going? I think I'm pretty good, eh? I um I try and do twenty minutes a day now, which is um twenty minutes of nothing for me is like pro you know, forget fatherhood. Doing nothing is the hardest thing for like not doing nothing, mm. but like shutting my sh- shutting off my thought thought process and channels is something I've always struggle with which is always why i've got want to say the last thing in a fucking argument or have clap back or say something i shouldn't say heckle at weddings you know (laughs) all the things i should i've been doing that since i was like eight years old so stopping is is been hard but i think i'm like 110 days in a row of meditating and i'm just i'm such a good meditator now and i never thought i would sit there and say meditating is something I would do, but I love doing it. And I enjoy doing it, and you know, I um I've been on a couple of other podcasts, one with Mitchell Wood, and then with um have a chat with Vaughn Hay, which I think is going live in the next couple of weeks. And um, I forgot what I was talking, what what my line of thought there was. What was I saying? <laughs> I was oh, I think Did I was saying I've, I've never been yeah squirrel. <laughs> there goes a squirrel. Um, I've never been. I've I've always in, I've always been really good at the bad stuff. So I've never never really kind of embraced good stuff. Like Rob talks about the healthy habits. Like I've never enjoyed going to the gym, and I could just, like I know I'm going to feel good afterwards. But the whole process of it is not. I don't love it, mm. and so I don't like eating well because I love chocolate. All all. So I'm good at all the bad stuff. So this is a mental health podcast. So don't do any of that stuff. But now I just like meditating is just part of my kind of regime, and it just clears me up. Uh, 100, 100 days tomorrow of no cigarettes. So, yeah, I didn't think I'd say that, you know, smoking for 20 years. I'm absolutely stoked for you. It's, <laughs> it's one of your worst habits. Oh, okay. yeah. One of any. <laughs> you would never smoke again after having that daughter either, mate. I yeah. guarantee you, you'll just keep going. Yeah, it was kind of, it was weird because it wasn't why I stopped smoking, but, you know, it was kind of more of a kind of a health issue that my kind of nutritionist said, mate, you, you've really, you've had a good crack at your liver over the years. You've got mm. to give it a give it a rest and you've got to quit the smokes and i always thought it'd take a health scare to do it but yeah i haven't looked back and um my pocket is just man you know it's smoking anyone who smokes out there knows like it is it is an expensive habit so um 
Yeah, what was the question, Your Honour? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there was a question. No, I, think no, was, just I was just meditation. talking, yeah. Um, I was just talking. So. But, yeah, I think that's awesome and it's such a good thing uh, to go into having a child, knowing that you can do 20 minutes a day because it's something that you just you just have to keep. Yeah. You just keep doing it. Yeah, you can find the time. Like you say, anything. If you, if, you, if you like doing something, you'll find the time to do it and, and add in the fact that, it's good for you and everything else. It's just, I just it's how I start my day, and then I'll throw in another meditation when I've got a spare five ten minutes. It's great. I'm a calm. I'm a calm app. So Mitch Woods, like the common denominator in all of this, is um, Mitchell Woods episode twenty two, twenty one. I wasn't ready for that. You got me on the spot, mate. Uh, anyway, go. You can 21. go. Twenty one. There you go. Not bad. Second guess. So episode twenty one. You can go back and listen to Mitch Woods, who's kind of all of our meditations mentor. He, he's um, he's looking to start those classes back up again in the next few weeks. So we'll let you guys know about that. But I, I can't I can't um, say enough good words about meditation. So yeah, I was I was definitely um, like I got involved in it, and I think it was after talking to Mitch on the episode that he came on that actually got me stoked for um, meditating. And I was the same as you. I would never have thought that... Those words come out of your mouth. Meditate, no. Yeah. Um, but it is, um, it's just such a powerful tool. Yeah. I also never thought I'd want to be alone with my thoughts. Nah. Especially last year, but... Yeah. It, it helps immensely. Like it just... Yeah. It, it, it gives you such, such clarity. And um, my biggest thing was that... Um, I just get easily frustrated on the smallest things. Yeah. And Ned Flanders. Yeah, a little bit of a Ned Flanders. Like a close like behind closed doors though. So um I would sort of maybe bottle everything up that I deal with on a day to day basis and then get annoyed because the kettle's not boiling quick enough or something. Mm-hmm. Like just stupid little things. And I think after a week of doing meditating with um with Mitch. Oh, I just I was just like calm. I just like, I just kept laughing at myself. I was yeah. just sit there and I'm just, why do so I get rude. so angry at that drawer that wouldn't shut? Like, yeah. just yeah. stupid shit. So, um, it's just, yeah, it's kind of, kind of changed my outlook very much so. Yeah. What else do we have to do in episode one? I don't know. I guess we, we can chat uh, some upcoming guests. Yeah. We're obviously going to have the Welshers on. Yep. Steve from Man Anchor. Steve from Man I think he's going to be our next guest. Talk about, yeah. um, um, kind of his what he does with Man Anchor and his you know his mental health first aid courses which I did last year so we're going to talk about that and kind of how you can do one of those. Um, Vaughn Hay, whose podcast I went on, he's kind of another life coach, um, big meditator, so he's going to come on. Um, what else do we have? Chris Walker. I'm going to get Chris Walker. You know, do you ever remember that fame? Who doesn't? Nathan Brown. Walker's on. Walker's on. <laughs> So I met him a couple of years ago and had a belter, belter of a session with him actually. But I know, kept, I know who you're talking about, but I, like he's a what famous you just ex, said, walkers on, walkers on. No one's going to know what He's that a means. famous ex-rugby league player <laughs> and, he's, and he's the fastest man in rugby league for many years. And basically there was a trainer for New South Wales State of Origin and his name was Nathan Brown. Which is my name, <laughs> and and when Chris Walker came off the bench as a super sub, super sub in Queensland, Nathan Brown ran out there and said about fifty times in twelve seconds, "Walkers on, walkers on, walkers on," and then the coach, which I think was Laurie Daly, 
was said to um, Nathan Brown comes back to the bench. We'll put the audio up. Nathan Brown was <laughs> went back to the bench. Have you told him Walker's on? And Brown, he's like, yeah, I told him. <laughs> anyway, it sounds like a shit story, but YouTube it, and it's a f- and it's a great story. Anyway, I know what you're talking about now. I remember. I think we watched this on the footy show when oh, we were yeah. living at Mova. So he's he's about to launch this um yeah. a, a, a big charity um foundation which is going to rival um. GoFundMe and and you know just give a lot more of the money raised to the people who who need the money mm. so a lot less fees and everything else so um he I'm pretty excited about that one so my yeah. and did you like his brother playing for Manly yeah I ben, tell you, ben? you do you want, do you want me to tell you a, a quick little stat about Ben Walker you got me on the spot but Ben Walker would kick the winning goal for the first ever Golden Point game at Brookvale Oval against Parramatta Eels. You would have been working there, Luke, and so your dad would have called it. Nineteen, God, Northern Eagles. They so they they the grand final ninety five ninety five. They lost the grand final to the Bulldogs seventeen four. Ninety six. They beat the Dragons twenty to eight. Craig Innes' first try score. They lost in Newcastle. Ninety-seven. They lost sixteen twelve with Darren Albert <laughs> scoring um, under the post after Andrew Johns did a blindside play with a punctured lung and Nick Kosef was lazy on the inside. So that takes us to ninety-seven. <laughs> that takes us to nineteen ninety-seven. So this is the this is yeah, the yeah. big. This is when um, Super Super, Le- League. Super League was so Broncos beat the Sharks in the ninety-seven Super League Grand Final. No one talks about that. So then I think. I think after that was when Manly got kicked out. So they were maybe out. They were the Northern Eagles, I think, 99, 2000. 2000. Yeah. I think, anyway, I'll go back and fact check myself, but I think that sounds all pretty right to me. And so, um, yeah, him, um, he's going to be on, I think, one of our first guests. And then your what your little crew down in Wollongong. Yeah, so I think we're just trying to time that with a, another gig in Wollongong, so... T- uh, TBA, yeah, on that. But um, and then Rob's just going to be a regular them. contributor, yeah, of course, kind of every, every other week when yeah. we're up in the Fitzum Studios. We also have a contact who may be swimming the English Channel. Yes, Jamie Rogers. Jamie Rogers, also yes. our first female guest. Yes, finally <laughs> we've 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 cracked the female guest code. Well, she's not on yet, so she might listen. Yeah, now, yeah, know. Jamie Rogers. Um, he's going to swim the English Channel. Huge for Gotcha um, for Life, actually. Yeah. So, um. Um, Gus, Gus's girl Vanessa put us in touch with with Jamie. So oh, that reminds me, I got to call her. Yeah, <laughs> we said um, we we connect in mid January, so it's still yeah, mid January. We're good. So we um we definitely like we're forced, but we wanted to have a good break. Uh, yeah, between sort of our yeah, last it was exhausting. It was fun, but we needed a little kind of refresh. Twenty four episodes is a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, if we do 24 again, I'll be very surprised. Why? But, uh, I'll be a dad. J- yeah. We're both going to have families at this stage. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Challenge accepted <laughs> for 25. Done. We'll see. Okay. And that's about it. I think we obviously want um, this Anyone season. else? If anyone else is interested in coming yeah. on as a guest, please reach out. I want this um, season to be bigger than last season. Yep. Um, not only on the, the guest side, but also on the charity fundraising side as well um so please do share our pages and our, our when we ever do charity things please share it um if you can go and subscribe to um our podcast uh, get on our socials oh, and yeah, share us shit, when you're yeah. listening to us uh, i think the rhythm reviews way, that's what we need Reviews are great 
Um, no, don't just give us stars. <laughs> stars are shit. Yeah, just write something. Even just write little. something. Give me your login details and I'll write it. <laughs> That's what I did with Irish. Didn't, didn't you offer free tacos for someone who, who did? Yeah, and free Nitro Circus yeah. tickets. So that uh, another easy way is if you do listen to us on Spotify, it's, it's super easy to share us into your stories straight from the app. Oh. Um, you can just click on the episode, share to Instagram story, and oh. it does a little page for you. People can click through it. Oh. And it's just a great way there for go, people Mitch. to easily share Mitch. it. <laughs> I'll show you how to do it, Mitch. Um, so I guess that's it. Like, it just stay tuned on the channels. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll be back in a, probably a couple of weeks. Yeah, with excited our, to get back our, into it. Our second episode. Yep. Um, but this is it. This is season two. Season two. Stoked Let's go, it. baby. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. So for more. Is that sophomore? Freshman, sophomore. So- What's sophomore? Sophomore. 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 Yeah. It's spelt no. sophomore. Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just end the episode. What, what grand final did he did he perform at? Oh, Who gives know. a shit? It was yeah. AFL anyway, I think. No, it was NRL. Uh, okay. Well, Rob, thanks, buddy, for um, being here today and um, being Thank just the legend that you are. And Luke, obviously, you too. And great to have Mitchie yeah. Blue Eyes who, 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 who yelled out to me in the ad break. Do we have ads? No. He yelled out to me and said, can I do the cricket report next next episode because he was just re-watching the, the fourth test between Australia and India and he wanted to kind of get a few observations that hadn't already been talked about. No one needs to watch that. So he needs 40 minutes, he just said. So, yeah, um, easy. Yeah, great to have him back in the studio as well. So, um, yeah. Stoked. And maybe we'll get him on for a dad dad episode. Yeah, he's going to be a dad in five weeks. Yeah, that's soon. <laughs> How sick is that? <laughs> it's amazing. Yes, that's what, yeah. It's good. So we'll do that. Um, cheers for listening, guys, if you made it this far. Yes. What are we at? That's an hour. We did an hour. Um, so a long one for the first episode, but that's what she said. There was a lot of explanation about what this year's about and and the catch ups that we had to get through. So I uh, hope you liked it. Please again review uh, it. Review it. <laughs> We're going to be on you about that all year about reviewing. Um, but yeah, cheers for cheers for everything in season one and listening to it and um, listening to me now. Yeah, we are no one. We are no one without our listeners. So well, we're someone. We just would be have a podcast with no listeners. It's just, but it'd be better, it's it's better to have listeners. <laughs> we do have listeners. We do. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. All right. We'll be back with uh, episode two or 26. I like season two, ep two. What are we doing? Season two, ep two? Let's yeah. start again. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Go, go for right. 25. All right. See you, Luke. See you, man. All right. See you. Bye. See you, Rob. See you, Rob. See you, bye. See you Mitch. Bye. 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 Should I do any more footy stuff? Yeah, go. What do you got? Fast five. <laughs> Fast five. Um, Manly's greatest five players of all time, I would say number number one, Steve Menzies. Number two, Jeff Toovey. I think I'm just going to um, fade this out. Number three, oh, number three.